you're listening to Unique Leaders Podcast. I'm Megan DiMartino. Success is in the story. Each week, I'll be speaking with a unique leader, not only in their field, but in their lives. Join us for a glimpse of their passion and talents. There's always a surprise in their story. Be the first to hear. Hello, 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 and welcome to Unique Leaders Live. I'm Megan DiMartino, and I am so excited about our today's show. We have a treat for you. Kathy Tajanella is with me. She is an amazing woman with an amazing story. And as I've shared, that the success of us all is in the story. And that is why I've put together Unique Leaders Live, because it's not about what you see today, what they went through to get today, to today. So I want to every week share with you an amazing, unique leader. And these people are from, I had Roland Waits, the assistant police chief of the Georgetown, Texas police force to uh, uh, the uh, social media, amazing educators, uh, Kim and Mike Barnes to on and on and on. So the, there's a, a just a panoply of leaders in every walk of life, in every stage of their life, because they also have goals and dreams and desires beyond today. So we're going to discover those too. And every person that, I mean, last week when I interviewed Lisa Beth Thomas, AKA LB, she shared that she went to the Lee Strasberg School of Acting. I didn't know that. I've asked a few people that know um, LB, and they said, no, they did not know that. So we received these nuggets from our unique leaders. So without further ado, I would like to introduce you to my dear friend, Kathy Tejanel. Thank you, Megan. It's such an honor to be with you, here with you and everyone else. Thank you. It is my extreme pleasure, Kathy, because you are such a treasure in every way. You're a, a go-giver, and we'll get into that, and by the word go and you are a true go-giver. Uh, you uh, have an amazing story. I have spoken to you about your life personally, but also mm -hmm. just you see it in an, uh, kind of a bio fashion. It's like, wow, this is very, very interesting, very uh, meaty for all of our guests. So um, mm -hmm. I didn't go into in-depth, so we'll, we'll start mm -hmm. and discuss it, but I do want to say that Kathy is... Um, uh, in uh, president of the go, what is the, uh, corporate name? So I can say it correctly. Sure. Go givers international. Okay. And that is with Bob Berg and uh, we'll go further into that, but I do mm -hmm. want to go back to what created Kathy, where Kathy <laughs> began. So tell us where you were born and a little bit about your childhood and from also the position of what led you because I'm going to interject this right now. Mm -hmm. You have a degree of electrical engineering. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. And then, <laughs> mm -hmm. and then a kind of a right turn over to entrepreneurship. But before we go there, uh, mm -hmm. I would like you to share, you know, who Kathy is and where, you know, a little bit about your childhood and that new, that beginning that led you then to electrical engineering. And then we'll go on from there. Thank you, Megan. <laughs> um, well, I was born and raised in St. Louis, Missouri. 
um, to my wonderful parents, Jean and Mary Camp is my maiden name. Mm -hmm. um, my father was an engineer. He um, self-taught. He did not was not able to finish go to college, so he he taught himself everything and has over twelve patents to his name. So uh, I like to think I got a little bit of his intelligence. But he taught me to dream and to believe I could be anything that I wanted to. So I had a, a gr great childhood. We ended up when I was 12, we moved out to the country, which was two hours outside of St. Louis to, to um, near in a little town called Millersburg. And we had horses and dogs. My favorite things was dogs. Um, and so in high school, my dream was to become a, a heart surgeon. I actually was going to become a, a doctor and specifically a, a heart surgeon. So I set off to college um, thinking I was going to conquer the world and uh, started majoring in biomedical engineering. thought that would be a great pre-med subject. Um, and it was until I went and observed surgery one day. I spent the day seeing brain surgery, heart surgery, a liver transplant. And there was a moment during the day, it was towards the end of the day, that we we're in a surgery room and the rock music's blaring and the surgeons are laughing while, you know, the what I understand very stressful, you know, you have to do what you do, but I have, I stepped back enough, you know, they have the screen, so you do not see the patient's face. And I stepped back and I saw the person's face and this whole thing. And it just hit me. And I'm like, this is not my path. Um, so I changed majors from that, that experience. I really couldn't at the time say why I just knew every cell of my being was not going to be a heart surgeon. Wow, um, I just want to interject. Let's just stop yeah. for a minute because that's a very important um, epiphany. Mm -hmm. And I was, was reading an article just today about epiphanies. And that's mm -hmm. a whole other subject. But that truly is, I, I couldn't let you just go on because for our listeners, mm -hmm. those moments happen throughout our lives and you must pay mm -hmm. attention. Now, you obviously were in a very um, unique environment. Let's just say that you know, wasn't mm -hmm. walking down the street or getting on the subway and having an epiphany. You were yeah. in a very serious envi environment and you, yeah. you, knowing you, you take things seriously. You're not, you know, flippant in, right. you know, you're not. And yeah. so you were looking at that, but, but more as important as that, you mm -hmm. recognized at that moment that your path was not going down that road. That's right. I, yeah, there was just, there was, there was something. And like I said, I, I couldn't have said it. Now I can say that it just, there was a sacredness of human life that I just feel wasn't being honored at that moment. And I knew my path was more of a natural mm -hmm. um, type of path. Mm -hmm. I didn't, didn't know it then. I just knew that sure. was not the, the door for me. So I ended up, that's how I ended up going into electrical engineering. It was like, I stepped back and like, okay, I'm not going to be, you know, biomedical engineer. Um, and also I had wanted to co-op, which basically it meant that I would alternate going to school and working in the, the engineering field. And it was one of those, I wasn't quite sure, was that really what I wanted to do? And it was very important that I work. Um, we were not wealthy. So I, you know, was incurring a lot of debt going to school and I wanted to be working as, you know, mm -hmm. to help pay for 
the wonderful education I was receiving. Mm -hmm. So I stepped back and I thought, well, everything's electrical, everything's energy. So I thought, okay, electrical engineering, that'll give me the most options. And it was the hardest thing I've ever done in my life because I was not that child who grew up with the, I like to joke, some of my, my, my buddies that I went through the engineering curriculum with, I'd be like, John, you grew up with a radio in your crib taking it apart. I mean, it just didn't come as natural. So I worked really hard and had great uh, friends who helped me, you know, get through that. So, but what it taught me is that I could do anything. If I could do Fourier series analysis, you know, anything. I I was always a good student and, but in engineering school, there would be times I'd sit and look at a test. I don't know how many of you can relate. And I'd be like, I don't know if I can answer any of these questions, <laughs> even though I'd like, you know, really studied. So thank goodness for partial credit. <laughs> so um, then you went on and, and um, got your master's and what was that field in? Yes. Sure. Well, getting there. So I was in electrical engineering and, and one of my electives was a writing class. Uh -huh. And in that class, we had guest people come in and it was at the time, if you remember, it used to be Ma Bell. The phone system was one big company. So I'm dating myself. So this was just around 83, 1983, 82, 83. And um, one of the lawyers for the AT&T breakup came in to talk with us. Hmm. And I don't know, I was just so captivated with the idea of the free market, the whatever. And um, I thought networking, networking is going to be important. So I'm like, okay, that's going to be my path. So I ended up co-oping with IBM. Um, got my experience like that and then left graduated started working for IBM um, as a sales rep for them because by then um, I knew I wanted to be in business and someday I would own my own business from graduating from college I just had that that view that I knew that's what I wanted and I thought so even though I had a technical background I want to be in sales because you need to to know sales right Absolutely. Yes. Because sales is communication. It's education. And mm -hmm. uh, it's a, that form of relationship building. Definitely. So, definitely. Yes. But, you know, it's interesting listening to this, you know, because you can read a bio of, of someone, but the mm -hmm. heart and soul of what is in between the lines is really yeah. the, the interesting meat of what creates. And I go back to, I'm sitting here listening to you and I'm thinking, you know, uh, you said when you were in high school, you said you were going to be a heart surgeon. You were going to be a surgeon mm -hmm. and you were going to be a heart surgeon. Mm -hmm. But in knowing you, I this is an assumption, but that's because you, your heart, to coin a pun, was mm -hmm. to help people. Yes. I wanted to help people heal their hearts. So, and that will come back. So, okay. okay. And that, that's something that I, you know, now 55 years into this journey. <laughs> and that is a journey, folks. Yes. Mm -hmm. It is a journey. And realizing every twist and turn mm -hmm. is important. And like, there's just no one path, but everything that is I've experienced has gotten me to where I'm at. So, everything happens for a reason. Mm -hmm. There really are no accidents, and there's something for our own growth and development in everything that we do, even the really hard things yeah. yes. that happen to us. So, so when did you it, leave the Midwest? You, now you're at IBM and in sales. When did you leave that um, area? 
Well, so I grew up in Missouri and I went to Northwestern in Chicago. Chicago. So I went to school. I actually co-opted in North Carolina, the Research Triangle Park. So to drive across country to, <laughs> to do my co-oping stints. And then my last year, I was like, okay, I'm tired of driving, you know, doing, you know, going so far. And so I actually worked it out so I could work downtown Chicago at IBM. Mm-hmm. Um, got a, a, a job working for them and was able to finish out that. Mm-hmm. So when I graduated, my position with IBM was in downtown Chicago. So I had a blast in my 20s living in downtown Chicago, working, um, all kinds of fun things. I, I ended up running the Chicago Marathon um, while I was there working. Um, just just loved the city mm-hmm. and that life. And um, I left IBM after a year fabulous sales training but i realized that that wasn't kind of the place for me they um so this was back when it was very much white shirts only and i would tell my branch manager i I don't look good in white (laughs) and so i'd be wearing purple shirts you know i still look very professional it just um you know i learned a ton going through the very rigorous sales training that they had Mm -hmm. um But then I, um, so this is, I I just want to share, you never know who you might connect with. So before I took the job with IBM, I was flying home to see my family. And on my flight, I ran into a gentleman who happened to work for Illinois Bell, which became Ameritech. And we had a very nice conversation. He had asked me to, you know, reach out to him. And I applied to Illinois Bell as well, because they had a wonderful management development program that I really wanted to do. But they said to me, we want to hire you, but can you wait eight months? Because I, because of co-oping, I graduated like in December, as opposed to the typical mm-hmm. period. And I was like, well, I have student loans to pay. I kind of need a job right now. <laughs> so I took the IBM offer and did the sales training. But Within my year at IBM, he contacted me and said, why, why didn't you come to, why didn't you join us? And I explained it. And so then they offered again, and it was a good chance. So then I switched and I joined their management development program, which was great experience. We had a little boot camp for 20 days where we climbed in manholes, climbed telephone poles, splice cables. We, we learned the business inside and out. That is fantastic. Oh, wow. Yeah, I mean, I'm really glad I, I made that that change. Every year, I got to rotate to a different position, mm-hmm. so I had a new challenge, and it really worked for for me, who thrives on challenges. If I do the same thing over and over for too long, it just whatever. Okay. So I stayed in the Midwest, and it was when I was at Ameritech, Illinois Bell became Ameritech, that I went to school at night and got my MBA at the University of Chicago. I see. I see. So that was really helpful. And then I decided I want to move back to Missouri to be closer to family. And I took a position as a um, administrator for a large community college, starting a new div- division called their network services. It was when PCs were just getting started um, and they didn't know what to do with all these PCs and whatever. So I came in and, and led the development of the networking support services. And that got me back to to the Midwest. And remember, you yeah. said um, in your sequence that uh, in the electrical engineering piece, that networking would be important down the road. And so yeah. you recognized that and kept your eye on that ball, so to speak, of networking. 
I did, and I will say that's why I left IBM. So a little backtrack, at IBM, I took a position in what was called the information, IBM Information Network. Mm -hmm. doesn't exist today. It only existed for a little while. Mm -hmm. But back in 1987, mm -hmm. it was they were starting to connect all the mainframe computers. And again, in college, I'm thinking networking is the way to go. We need to you know, connect everything. Um, but when I was there, we were second class citizens in the IBM world. We weren't the mainframe sales. We were just the network. And I'm a little rebel. I'm like, we're going to be the important one. Someday they're going to realize that the network is where it's at. Mm -hmm. um, and so that's why I moved. One of the reasons I moved to Ameritech, because I realized building the network that would connect everyone was going to be a more important way to go. As and I'd be that out later. <laughs> and they found it out later. Exactly. And I was going to say, yeah. uh, there's a, um, a quote, networking, is, it creates your net worth or network, you know, I mean, it, net worth is from your network. So it's Miss Kathy may way ahead of her time there. But <laughs> I knew my destiny was networking. Who knew that I would be, you know, working with Bob Berg someday, yes, the king, exactly. you know, the, yes. Yes. Well, we're going to take a yeah. second and just yeah. say hi to a few folks that have been on sure. visiting with hi, us. And, this hi, Anne. and there's Teresa um, Hullock and Michael Mills and Lisa Beth Thomas. Hello. Hello, my love. And Anne Butler. good to see you guys. Thank you for joining Kathy and I today. Yeah, so thank you, everyone. So now you're in the Midwest back, you know, working with Ameritech. And um, so what was your next step? Okay, so when I left Ameritech and I moved um, to be closer to family in Missouri, I actually lived in Kansas, right across the border, mm -hmm. and worked um, for over four years with the community college. It was the Metropolitan Community Colleges of Kansas City. Mm -hmm. So I did that for four four years, worked with them and built out, you know, started with the division. It was me um, supporting all the campuses, and we ended up building a team of 35 people. We supported 14 locations, and um, I can't even remember how many computers we had. <laughs> yeah. But yes, mm -hmm. it was it was a lot of fun, and it was a great team of people. Um, and to see that other side, where we were the actual end users of all the technology, um, so very high. Any of you in the tech world, you know how stressful that that world can be when you never know when everything's going to go down and you spend your whole weekend with the, with your team trying to get the servers back online. So mm -hmm. a lot of interesting experiences. Wow. Uh, so, you know, li listen up until this point and there's a lot of story to go, but mm -hmm. the foundation that you have set for yourself, um, you know, not only from the standpoint of um, accomplishing mm -hmm. electrical engineering and, you know, not sleeping with the radio in their bed, you know, type of person <laughs> to, you know, leave and knowing to leave, you know, the uh, heart surgery um, lane and physician, you know, medical field really, mm -hmm. and to switch fields and go into a field you weren't even sure about, but then gleaned from that and took that and, but yet stay true to your heart your passion, your purpose, which was forming, was not totally done, mm -hmm. but you were getting all of your foundational things done and that right. education done with all of this period, yes. So yeah. so what and, next, my friend? Well, this thing of wanting to help people, 
was uh, important. You know, walking away from being a doctor was still hard, even though I knew that wasn't the Western wasn't my way. So here I found myself a very high tech, stressful job. I was still running a lot. Um, I had completed one Chicago marathon and I was like, I'm going back because the first time I ran it, it was a blizzard. It was on uh, Halloween and it, it took me full over almost five hours to complete, but I, I finished it mm-hmm. and I wanted to go back and, and I knew I could run it faster than that. So I was training and um, realized getting therapeutic massage was really helpful to recover. So then I got the idea, I'm just gonna go back and, and get my certificate, you know, get a, become a licensed massage therapist so I could get, you know, trade to take care of myself, but also take care of family and friends. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I did that at night while I worked and it was so much fun Mm -hmm. just getting to do that little dabble and learn something that was so the opposite of what I did, you know, during the day and really did, did help me. And I did, did complete that one next to marathon. Um, So that, that love for the healing never left me. And when I was at um, the college, my one of my old bosses from Ameritech, and this is key to stay in touch with people. Um, she actually came looking for me and found me and said, I, I want to hire you to run a division in the Kansas City area for me. So I ended up leaving the college and um, had one of my dream jobs. It was phenomenal. I was general manager of a business unit for it was a company called Vario. It was in the early days of the internet when all the little internet service providers existed. And this company was coming in to bring together, kind of merge a lot of the smaller players to, to create that. So, so that was a, a lot of fun. You know, I had my own team. I had to relocate people to the Kansas City area and build that team from scratch. Um, and that, that went well for about six months. And then one day I got a call from my boss and she had been forced to resign. And, you know, um, most of my corporate career, any of you can relate, it was all about downsizing, right sizing, upsizing, any kind of sizing you could think of. Well, um, put in the shaker that, and take it up. Mm-hmm. That's right. And um, this was the first time that, um, and when I was hired with the company, I had said, I don't want to be a part of that. <laughs> you know, I want to know that I'm joining a firm that is committed to people and that letting people go will be the last resort, not the first, you know. Mm-hmm. And that was something that the, my boss, Mary, who I had worked with before, we were both committed to. So we we're very careful in growing our team, not making sure we weren't hiring people that, you know, we couldn't support. Mm-hmm. But then they ended up hiring someone from Ameritech <laughs> who came in and all of a sudden I find myself one week being told to hire four people and then the next week being flown to Dallas and told, oh, by the way, you're going to have to let four people go. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so that it was really hard because this was a, a dream position and I just realized my cor- my corporate days were done and so I, I laid myself off. I didn't want to stay in a company that, that would do that. I mean, I even went to the president of the company and went through my financials for my business unit and said, this is not where the problem is. Here's where I need your help and we can make our numbers. Mm-hmm. But that wasn't um, unfortunately the case. So I, I, I ended and then I thought I was going to go back to medical school, but as a naturopath. Mm-hmm. So I've had a 10 year cycle of thinking I wanted to go back to be a doctor. 
So, um, so I was all set to starting to figure out what that would entail to go back to get some train, you know, there were different credits that I still needed before I could go to naturopath school. And, um, and then a family friend called and said, Hey, before you do that, come help me start a business. And so I thought, oh, okay, well, all right, I'll spend a little time to help and then I'll go on to school. Well, that didn't happen. I spent a year in Alabama of all places, helping create a business called Growing Assets. It was for a forester. And I developed the information system that would track all of the client, you know, trees, forest, if you will, yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> the trees. Okay. It is a crop. It's a very long-term crop. Mm -hmm. But um, so that was a fascinating experience. Right. And then during that year, I met my former husband, my future husband, and ended up getting married and moving to Albuquerque. So that moved me out west, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and my start of being out west, and and the start of being an entrepreneur. Mm -hmm. Really, that first year with growing assets was my first experience of being part of a small yeah. startup type business. Right, right, which was good, which was a good experience yeah. to be in the, in the trenches, as they say, and to see what it yeah. takes to do that. Yeah, very, very good. Because that is a piece that I see with individuals who are creative and would like to start a business, but they really don't know how to start. Mm -hmm. And I'm saying I learned by doing. And, uh, but luckily you were working for someone in a startup, you know, because you gleaned that information. So that's great. So then yeah. uh, you and your husband started um, working together. Like you said, you started uh, your entrepreneurial journey. Right, right. We weren't, we weren't working exactly together at first. Um, he was in grad school. And so I had my consulting company at the time and was doing some various projects. And then I, one of my clients ended up wanting to become my business, you know, wanted me to join him in his business as a business partner. And that's how my Zoom strategies company. Well, I was just, I was going to bring that in. I've been waiting for this moment. <laughs> this this yes. woman incorporated a business in 2004 and the yes. name is Zoom strategies. <laughs> and it was formed because at the time my married name was Zader. Z-A-D-E-R, and my business partner was David Moyer, um, wonderful man, fabulous. We, we hit it off when I had hired him to help me do some marketing that I was working in a software company. Um, and then when we parted ways, he came and found me and said, hey, would you join and be my partner? So we created Zoom strategies. We were trying to figure out what do you do with a Z and an M? So Zoom and Zoom marketing was taken, so it became Zoom strategies. So, um, so we've been around a long time, longer than Zoom video communications, but I always have loved the name. <laughs> it's a very valuable name today, my friend. Yes. 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 Oh. And it's an interesting, you know, when I read that, because I didn't know that. I mean, you've shared that mm -hmm. with me recently, but uh, when I was rereading that in your bio, I was thinking to myself how um back again through the networking mm -hmm. look as mm -hmm. look at what has i'm going to use the word saved that's too strong but has been such a important piece to this shutdown of the world mm -hmm. is zoom te technology but what is that yeah. doing networking yes connecting people for very, sure very interesting very interesting no accidents yes. 
No accidents. No, no accidents at all. And just a little aside. So <laughs> while I was building Zoom strategies with my business partner, Dave, um, my husband, Josh, was in grad school, but my former business partner in Alabama had reached out to us and said, Kathy, can you build something, a website that would help connect people that share my values and my interest? And um, Josh and I were like, yeah, sure, we can do that. So we, we built a site called The Atlasphere, and it was to you know connect people that were fans of, the, of Atlas Shrugged and The Fountainhead by mm -hmm. Ayn Rand. Mm -hmm. And um, so the, you know, that was Josh's little project. Um, and it, it, you know, it did nicely. We had it, we ended up creating a dating service because that's what people asked for. And, um, you know, it was a nice little business. And then he um, joined me in Zoom strategies because he was doing web development and our clients were, so this would have been 06. Okay. Websites okay. became very, very prominent. So our marketing, Dave and I were developing marketing programs and systems for clients and websites became, you know, the key thing. And Dave, he was so wonderful. One of our clients hired him to be the CEO of their company. Mm -hmm. So then Josh joined me mm -hmm. um, in Zoom strategies full time. He decided he didn't want to finish his doctorate that he enjoyed the business world better. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So now often yeah. you get to that place and it's like, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to zoom. I'm ready to do. Yeah. It. Yeah. He was having so much fun with the websites that, mm -hmm. you know, and it really was, I, 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 I love that aspect of it, bringing something visual mm -hmm. um, that was very powerful. And, and it was in 2006. So in my marketing, I had read endless referrals by Bob mm -hmm. Berg. I think in 2005, I probably heard about it in BNI. I was very active in mm -hmm. BNI in Albuquerque. Um, I love that book. I quoted him in my marketing workshops that I would do. And then one day, um, Josh forwards an email to me. And it's, it's from Bob Berg asking if we would promote his live, first live event. And I remember going back, I, uh, I had the book and I go back to Josh's office and I'm like, is that email from the Bob Berg? Did Bob really write to us? And he looks at me like I'm nuts. And he said, Kath, Bob has been a columnist on the Atlasphere for three years. Oh, wow. And I was like, that Bob Berg is the same. You know, it's like there were two different worlds. And, sure. and I have to say, I was so mm -hmm. obviously caught up in building, you know, Zoom mm -hmm. strategies that I, I wasn't paying as much attention to the, mm -hmm. you know, the Atlasphere as I probably should have. But so is that not funny? <laughs> not only funny, but such synergy and, and serendipity. But I just want to share one thing that I have thought of myself in life. Like you said about meeting that gentleman on the plane when you were, you know, young mm -hmm. gal, is that yeah. everyone is a person with a life and a story. Yes. And a story. And a story. <laughs> and what, and like you, before connection, you know, before mm -hmm. certainly the internet, websites, that type of thing, mm -hmm. long before Facebook and social media, we didn't have the connection with people. So I don't know. I don't think mm -hmm. it's that strange, actually, that this author of this book that you quoted all the time in B&I, mm -hmm. that you didn't connect the dots because that he's this Bob Berg and this other person is a guy that's on, you know, the, uh, the, uh, the, uh, public. Yeah. 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 So <laughs> it, that's why I think it is so awesome that the world mm -hmm. has 
come together that we can yeah. communicate. And I mean, I've seen some amazing people on a different uh, Zoom calls that you like mm -hmm. the Bob Berg point of endless referrals that you would never have assumed or expected them to come on to, you know, um, some sort of um, Zoom presentation, you know? That so, is so true. So you met Mr. Bob Berg. Yes. Yeah, so we uh, went to his, we promote to help promote his live event. We went to his event. I got to meet him in person. Mm -hmm. And um, so it was just really great. And then I hadn't, um, we sort of, I, I didn't hear from him. So that event was like in February of 06. And then I think around November of 06, an email came out. I was on his email list mm -hmm. and he and his business partner at the time were asking would anyone like to host a live event? The Go-Giver was going to come be published at the end of December of that year. Um, is that 07 or 08? Okay, this would be 07. So 06 was when first, 07 was the event, so it was the end of 07. Mm -hmm. And I was like, would you come to Albuquerque? You know, like, who comes to Albuquerque? <laughs> you, know, it's, you know, it's a secondary market. I mean, I, I love sure. living there, but I, oh, you know, yeah. I didn't know, think he would come. And they wrote back and said, sure sell 200 tickets and get all these sponsors and we'll be there and i was like sure <laughs> and then i was like okay i've never done that before but i i want i want to bring bob i just knew he was going to have so much value and so i got to read an advanced copy of the go-giver i loved it and i'm like we need this we need this so i set about in december yes and i took the go-giver and endless referrals, you know, and within a month I'd lined up my fifth, you know, sponsors. I had already sold quite a few tickets and they reached out to me and said, you seem to know what you're doing. Would you like to manage this nationwide for us? And I was like, um, don't you want me to have the event first? <laughs> my event was scheduled for the end of March. And this right. was by this time it was the end of January. And they're like, no, we, we see you get what you're doing. So we, we need help, please. So in, in addition to doing my event, I also started, you know, teaching other people who are interested how to do, to put on this event. So I systematized what I was doing. Happy to report that we had a phenomenal event. We sold over 200 tickets, um, had a fabulous gathering there in, in Albuquerque. And, and it was, it was a huge hit. And, um, you know, I got to meet, you know, Bob again, he came out in person and everybody loved him. And so it's one of those don't don't ever limit what you can do. If you're just willing to have be a little courageous and, and say, I can do this. And um, oh, I can do it as Glenn Lundy today said, mm -hmm. just say yes. That's right. That's okay. right. And I'm, I'm so glad I did it. Um, I met so many people. I, I liked all, and when I was teaching other people how to do it, it's like it was applying everything I learned in endless referrals in the go-giver. I was out networking, but I wasn't talking about my business. I was talking about these books that were so powerful and effective, but it only helped my business because, you know, I had a reason that I was out there and I was giving value. And the people who came to the event, um, I, even my former business partner, he came up to me afterwards and he goes, you know, Kath, I didn't think you'd be able to do this, to be honest. You really amazed me. Um, not that he didn't think I was capable. No, but, but the, the, the magnitude of the project, yes. 
Yes. Yeah. That that I could that enough people in Albuquerque would come together to do something like that. So so it was really fun and that, you know, started my work with Bob Burke. He hired us to well, me to handle what we what we call the city partner program where and over we've had over 50 live events okay. that, you know, across the country. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not doing them as often now, but those first few years we we did quite like the first year we did 11 live events together. 11. 11. So in yeah. the same magnitude that you put on in Albuquerque. You did. Yeah. 11. Not that's all what, were. Yeah. Not all were. They wanted big, but yes, we were able to have some very successful events across mm-hmm. the country. It was so much fun. Again, connecting people and sharing the go-giver message. And then I, we also took on all of Bob's website work. Um, during that year. Um, so do, are we doing okay time-wise or? Uh, you know, I didn't even, I haven't even looked. Okay. We're, we're perfect actually, we're perfect. Okay. No, so yeah. um, I just wanted to see if any other folks had come on and joined us. Yeah. And so Laura Berman um, has joined us and she is a wonderful gal that I've met in the- um, uh, Hey there, Laura. Um, I was going to say go-giver in the Glenn Lundy rise and grind mm. world. She's just a okay. lovely, lovely lady. And Catherine Hickman also in that same world. So it's been, a, again, that connection, Kathy, that, you mm. know, reaching out and meeting new people and connecting and how it, it you know, really joins together. No, I just wanted to see uh, who else had come on with us. So, um, you know, and I'm also thinking about the year's timeline, meaning the late mm-hmm. 2000s and mm-hmm. how, you know, but again, if you look, folks, at everything Kathy has shared, it's applicable to today, just different mm-hmm. uh, uh, technology potentially, but it's all getting That's back true. to that connection and that networking and giving back and, and giving back. So uh, then you put on all of these events um, mm-hmm. and Bob was able to share the the endless referrals and of course the go giver five laws of stratospheric mm-hmm. success uh, the foundation yeah. of that and mm-hmm. uh, the go giver way and then yeah. um, you obviously then built um, a relationship uh, with his he and his company and yeah. um, so then continued on from there so do right. tell sure um so again we we started handling all of his his marketing stuff and then and in 08 after my event three months later we picked up and moved from albuquerque and went to nevada carson city nevada Mm -hmm. Um, so when i got there i thought oh okay i'm gonna have an event here (laughs) so but i knew enough because i i knew bob's system it's like i i need to network i need to start getting to know people i need to identify who the centers of influence are Mm -hmm. in the reno tahoe carson city area Mm -hmm. so i did that for the first six months and then um you know, identified who those people were and decided, okay, I'm ready, you know, to start promoting event. So I did. So April of 09, I brought Bob out to Reno and we had a a, a nice event, not quite as good as, as my Albuquerque one, because maybe I should have waited a little longer until I was a little more established. I learned a lot of powerful lessons, Mm -hmm. um, you know, about, what I could do, the extent, you know, um, so it was, it was very powerful, but it still was a great event. Mm -hmm. And, um, 
And then that was when, you know, financially the, the world fell off a cliff in 09. Remember, <laughs> Do you remember that? Uh, that yeah. seems easy compared to what we're living through now. <laughs> Almost, right? I don't know. It's all crazy. It's all crazy. Right. So, um, so oh nine, we, we didn't do as many events that year because of what was going on. I had one and we had one in Chicago. Um, but also that year, my, my husband and partner, business partner decided to go our separate ways. We wanted to grow in, in different ways. So, um, and then unbeknownst to me, a couple weeks later, I had not told Bob, we hadn't been in, in contact for a few months. Um, cause we had stopped working together for a little bit. He and his business partner decided to part ways and he reached out to me and said, I'd really like for you to, to help me, you know, step in and, and take over what, what Tom was doing. So it was this perfect, you know, here I was going to be starting all over again. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, Bob stepped in. I still had, I still had clients, you know, a lot of the Zoom strategies clients stayed mm -hmm. with me. Some went with Josh. Um, so it was just like a whole, like starting over. Yeah. yeah. New um, birth, new life. No definitely, definitely, definitely. And um, just a little aside, but prior to that, I had actually was thinking I was going to go back to school again for traditional Chinese medicine. So that had crept back up in me that I still wanted to be in a health related field. So I was preparing for that. But then Josh and I went our separate ways. And um, while I was still pursuing it, um, I was doing things on the side, learning. I started studying Qigong with Dr. Liu in New York City and was going to continue down that path to go back to school. I, I again learned that that was not quite what I wanted to be doing, that right. I was still meant to be in the business world. Right. But that experience and all that training for the past 10 years has been invaluable to me mm -hmm. and, and what I can do in the business world because it is everything is energy. And it's all about our connection with one another. And it's why the Go-Giver movement has been so important to me. And I've been fortunate since, you know, 08 to be working with Bob and growing this movement, connecting people who this, this message resonates with, this premise that shifting your focus yes. from getting to giving is not only a pleasant way to live your life, but it is the most profitable. And not just financially, but all the other ways in which we profit. And profit just means that you're gaining something. So whether it's in our relationship, our health, all of those things. So it's just such a powerful message. And to see how much you know that message is permeated worldwide um, has, has been a blessing and a joy for me. And that's and how I, I met you. <laughs> and amen, and that is how we met. And you yes. know, um, often i'll be writing or doing something uh, like that and i'll think of um the five laws and i don't have them in front of me and i'll just google mm -hmm. it and of course it comes up and okay <laughs> you know and so my point of sharing that is that you're right kathy whenever mm -hmm. i read these mm -hmm. um so many of other nuggets that people share the essence comes from these five laws it's very, very interesting how the mm -hmm. essence of it, you know, is that mm -hmm. foundation. And we both yeah. know that it's also spiritually de derived. And um, mm -hmm. so <clears throat> it, uh, if people 
would just take a minute and I'm not saying they don't, but I'm just encouraging people to take a minute and go and not saying to not buy the book, but um, yeah. or, or Bob's other books, but right. just to, to begin to read and meditate on those five laws. They're, you know, very powerful. This, I have this, uh, this um, lamination here, and this has been in the, uh, I mean, not this one, but mm -hmm. one like this has been in the um, dispensary of the Novitas Spa for years Aww. now, you know, and thank, um, you. thank you, but it's, but it's not about thanking me. It's about mm -hmm. helping them open up and understand because this is a service business, just like your, yes. you know, the origination of why you went the why you took mm -hmm. the, the time to get your massage license. You know, it all has a thread. Yeah. It, it all has a thread through it. It's it's so it fascinating does. to me, the, the stories. It's all about you and yeah. uh, working, you know, with Bob and closely with Bob. So all of these years and spreading this. Uh, and, and I've also found that um, in your bio, you use the, and I've read this before, but again, it jumped mm -hmm. out at me, um, the word, the go-giver movement. Explain that. Mm -hmm a tab. Sure, sure. Well, first I want to say, Megan, you so embody what who a go-giver is. It's your heart, it's your spirit. Um, it's just a joy. And I love the times I've been able to come and enjoy the Novata Spa and your products. I mean, you just are the go-giver. Thank you. So, it means so a lot thank to me because it truly yeah. is what that is I would like to say it's just naturally, but yet it's, it, but it also comes from a decision, a choice every day. Yeah. Right. And it really is our, our hearts. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. It is truly, truly. Mm -hmm. um, so with the movement, mm -hmm. it's really, we, you know, I think after the first two years, Bob and I realized the, the book was selling so much and just spreading and, and people from all over the world, it's now in 29 languages. Um, that this was this is a movement you know it like say a global phenomenon and it's because the message it's timeless it's not unique bob and john are the first to say they didn't come up with these these laws are timeless but what they did that was unique is the way in which they put them together and put them in this incredible story that touches your heart that that through that story it it, it resonates with you. Mm -hmm. And so the quality of individuals that are, that resonate with this message and then are drawn, you know, to be part of the movement, it, it is just phenomenal. It is the joy of my life. We all, almost every day we get an email from somebody who just read the book and, oh my gosh, this totally changed the way that I'm thinking about my life, about business. It just motivates me to want to find more ways to share this message so that more people you know can it can benefit from it what year was and it published i'm thinking back was it six seven is that when it was published when oh was it, it was the end of oh seven it was oh, like seven. december 27th so we pretty much say oh eight but yeah so okay. it's oh, been eight. out for Over for 12. Years. Mm -hmm. yeah 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 so we're almost at a million copies sold wow. so it really has been uh organic growth um, with the, the book and Bob, to his credit, he he is the ultimate go-giver. He lives his message and he has been tireless in sharing this message. He still to this day does 
two or more interviews almost every day mm -hmm. um, with people that would like to talk with him and share mm -hmm. this message. So, I mean, he has, they now have four in the series. So there's the go-giver, go-giver sell more, the go-giver leader, and the go-giver influencer. Now the leader, some of you may know it as, it was originally titled, It's Not About You, when it first came out. Really? And yes, it, it was. It didn't, um, unfortunately, while that was, an interesting title. It's it was not a gift title like the Go Giver. You know, you can give the Go Giver to someone as a gift, and it's a compliment. I mean, they read that, but if you give someone a book called "It's Not About You," it <laughs> a bit of a disconnect. And it also was the key point. You know that in the end, it, it's not about you. It's a, it's about where your focus is, about the other person, That's that right. type of thing. So, and it really was a story of leadership. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. it was retitled and republished, a slight mm -hmm. rewrite, mm -hmm. um, and a couple little things. So it became the go getter, the go giver leader, mm -hmm. um, which fit more with the brand. Mm -hmm. And then um, two years ago, Bob, they wrote the go giver influencer which is a phenomenal book as well. So, um, we kind of lost it for a minute. So oh. two years ago, the influencer, correct? Yes. The go-giver yes. influencer yes. came out. Yes. That is because right. that's when I, um, you know, I had read the go-giver, um, mm -hmm. I had not read the second book, but then, and I had read yes. endless referrals years prior, but then the influencer. And that's when I came to your, Entrepreneurs mm -hmm. Academy, the summer of 18 and, right. uh, and, you know, connected with both you and Bob and it was a wonderful experience. And if anyone uh, wants to really shared about her journey, because this is all about Kathy and the, and how she evolved and came to this place, but this is a, a wonderful way to spend time with people uh that are going to enrich your life mm -hmm. and grow your life and not just kathy and bob because certainly mr berg is there and with yes. uh the whole step of the way but the other individuals because you mentioned that like you get uh, mm -hmm. emails from people saying you know i just read this you know so uh, you mm -hmm. know these many 12 years later people are still being introduced and being touched and mm -hmm. uh, and so it is just a wonderful body of work that they have put together and then you go on to the speaker and coaching uh, program if you so chose so they have a wonderful program together but you now have uh, and you started this uh, both you and Bob before mm -hmm. <clears throat> this all started uh, but you're doing an online course for the on uh, the uh, endless referrals Yes, we we um, put that out this year, Endless Referrals, the Go-Giver Way. So it replaced, Bob used to have, it started out as cassette tapes. Mm -hmm. um, and actually it was a program he taught live and he recorded it. And then the book came afterwards. Um, and it was just time to update and bring it into the video format and bring the five laws into it. Mm -hmm. Because when he teaches live, he always starts, he shares the five laws, because you need that mindset. Mm -hmm. You need to shift that focus and be focused on giving first mm -hmm. and setting up that energetic flow and staying open to receiving. Mm -hmm. 
-hmm. So, so we're very excited that we have that course available. We also have um, complimentary, a free mini course called Selling the Go-Giver Way for short videos. It's just under two hours of training to, to help sort of lay a base foundation about what selling really is. What's the truth about selling? What about objections? What's the truth about closing and objections? Um, so that's a wonderful thing. We can get send the link if people are interested. Yes, we'll put and, that in the body. Of, we'll put all of this in the yeah. body of this post. Yeah. And so, so. Um, as you're speaking about this, is this, uh, these programs, online programs, are, there, are they set up where, I haven't done them yet, um, mm -hmm. are they, but, but like you said, you just said, it combines it all, endless referrals with mm -hmm. the um, five laws. Yes. go give away. Is this a program that could be used um, as a facilitator and and training and using it as a program to teach? Um, that's part of our certified speakers and coaches have that opportunity. Okay. They'll be able to take that and train it, or they can, you know, have someone go through the videos and coach along with it. I'm doing some of that with clients because. Um, Bob teaching, he's the master, but then we can spend our energy helping them really apply mm -hmm. what they're doing. And that's what's really nice about the course. It's laid out step-by-step -step action plan of how to put your endless referrals, the Go-Giver Wave system in place. And then we have two new things that will be coming out this year that I'm very excited about if there's time for me to quickly share. Yes, we will. Oh. Yes, ma'am. Okay, so the, the first one is we're gonna be doing a 30-day challenge on living the go-giver way. So we're, we're working cool. on pulling that together. So I'm very excited. Something, you know, a little simpler, but a day-to-day -day accountability that yeah. really helps you shift your focus. And it won't just be about business yeah. and selling. It's going to be more about living your life and yeah. how it impacts both aspects. Um, to it, so um, that'll be coming out for November. So at the end of near the end of October, we'll be promoting that program, and then we just wrapped up a pilot program of what we're calling the Go Giver Success Alliance Groups. So it's beyond a mastermind. I want to call it a master heart group. That it's really it takes the the, the basic idea of a mastermind, when you have eight people that come together mm -hmm. to truly committed to supporting one another's growth, but everything is based around the go-giver philosophy and is reinforcing those five laws and how we're living them each day in those groups. So soon we'll be opening up, you know, people that might want to have that level of, like I say, beyond the mastermind. Right, a master I love it. I love mm -hmm. it. Love it. Love yeah. it. Well, so. it's just so much here, guys, as you can hear <laughs> from Kathy. Uh, but the story is important. And I that's why I encourage uh, it because it is all about you. And, <laughs> and, and but again, here yeah. you're doing I mean, you could have come on and spent this hour speaking about you know, um, business and entrepreneurship and the, uh, in a sense, the bullet points of these courses and so forth, that would have been fine. But mm. again, I want to help people to see that uh, they have the opportunity to do exactly what you have done 
through their own life, however God has that directed for. And so it's about just following your path and, and so forth. So I end this with, well, before I go here, so anyone who has a desire to uh, really plug into uh, all of what Kathy has been sharing about, uh, you know, uh, their work, the Go-Giver and all of the programs, the endless referrals, as well as these programs you've been speaking about um, and the course, because I'm going to go on and do the other pieces of this. Uh, we, I was starting to, and then we couldn't go, you know, mm -hmm. but, uh, but, you know, time is whatever. It, it, it is still there. So we'll, yeah. I'm going to continue on because I believe so strongly in this work and, and the message and this framework, because there are a lot of programs out there, excuse me, there are a lot of teachers out there, but they don't have programs and structures. And you miss Kathy Tajanel are a structure or, I mean, I could go on and on about your background, but and on and on, but, <laughs> but well, how yeah. I do want to end this is, mm -hmm. um, there is a book that Sharon Lecter wrote with um, Greg Reed, uh, Three mm -hmm. Feet from Gold. And I don't know if you've ever read the book, but the, yes, have you read yes. it? Yes, wonderful, yes. But to me, and you know a lot about my life, and, mm -hmm. and there's been uh, other pandemics and challenges in my life. And there mm -hmm. are places, as we all have, I'm not saying I'm unique, what I'm saying is there are places in all our lives, you shared a few today, that could have mm -hmm. stopped us in our tracks and changed the trajectory and our, our course of our life. Um, so what happened to this uh, person, if anyone has not read the book, he was a, a um, person from the East Coast, it was during the gold rush, bought mm -hmm. a, um, a mine, was uh, <laughs> you know chipping away at it, came out from the East Coast to the West, and he gave up three feet from gold. Mm -hmm. And that's a very simplistic point of the story. But a gentleman who had been watching him bought that um, area from him. And he knew it was going to be continue if he continued on, if he mm -hmm. continued on, he would reach that gold. And so I, um, one of the things I love about that book is Sharon Lecter's success formula. And mm -hmm. it's, it is a purpose, uh, excuse me, it's passion plus talent times action, excuse me, passion plus mm -hmm. talent times, um, uh, it, it, it connect, uh, what's the word? Um, association, I want to say. Association, I was going to say momentum. <laughs> association plus talent, mm -hmm. at times talent plus faith equals mm -hmm. success. I'm not going to ask you, you're all, you're, uh, you know, <laughs> A foundation on all of those. But what I do ask everyone is mm -hmm. what is your passion and what is your talent? Yeah. That is so true. And that's, I'm asking, um, I'm asking you, Kathy. Oh, me? You. Me? Oh, okay. <laughs> what is your well, passion and what is your talent? My passion is that I believe we are all creative beings. So I love entrepreneurship because that is an amazing way to bring our creativity forth in this world and to touch many people's lives. And, you know, my talent is in developing things. So, so to take an idea um, and then bring it to fruition, create the programs and the systems that allow that idea to flourish and to take root. And 
I will put, you know, we didn't get a chance to really talk about the Colby system, yeah. but that um, I, I first, I took the index in 2002. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, I learned about it through Robert Kiyosaki's Rich Dad series books. It was mentioned in one of those books and I learned about Sharon Lecter through Rich Dad too. Mm-hmm. Um, and I took that, that assessment and it's not a personality type, it's not intelligence. It identifies your striving instincts, your creative instincts, your true talents. We are born with how we can be successful. And when you understand that about yourself and you can talk, bring that together with your passion and your skills and experience. That is when you thrive. Wow. Um, wow. You know, when you just said those words right there, I can mm-hmm. see the foundation of Miss Sharon, cause she was the co-author of rich dad. And, mm-hmm. um, and so then she went on and, you know, as the author of think and grow rich for women and mm-hmm. feed from gold with Greg Reed and now Napoleon Hill's um, annotation of outwitting the devil. And if you haven't read oh, that's that, a that's great book. Oh my gosh. <laughs> wow. Wow. That's one you got to listen to. I just love. Uh, I was just going to say it, 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 it <laughs> you can read it, but I, which I have, but I've also listened to it. So, mm-hmm. uh, so back to the Colby, I can see Sharon in there. Wow. Wow. Mm-hmm. But yeah. back to you, my love, this woman is brilliant. She is a, like she said, um, she has said her heart, just the master heart wink. I love it. Love it. Love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but do go, um, and we're going to put in the body of this, the links to everything that you can um, be, go to the Entrepreneurs Academy. I'm sure you're going to have all of this back on track. Mm-hmm. I mean, of course you can do it online, but the live things. Yeah. So uh, next year, but, but don't wait for next year. This course is ready yeah. and so well designed and so well executed and it's ready for you right now. So don't wait till next year. Today, yesterday is history. Tomorrow is a mystery. God's gift to us is today. That's why they call it the present. That's beautiful and so true. And, you know, that's one thing in this whole COVID period is I've been focusing not only in developing things, new programs, but working on myself, you know, allocating time every day and getting, you know, other courses, you know, by other from mentors of mine so that I can continue to grow. How do we do this online course? How do I market it? Yes. Um, that type of thing. So you never stop. Never stop. stop. Learning. Never stop. That's one of my Begin, That's right. Yeah. Don't stop. <laughs> Just That's keep right. going. Well, Kathy, yeah. thank you so much for joining us today. I oh, have thank you. this conversation um, all about you. Um, and you are truly a unique leader. And uh, again, I welcome everyone to explore all of the, of the work uh, of the Go-Giver and endless referrals and the online course and things to come, but also friend Kathy on Facebook, as well as her company, Zoom Enterprise. <laughs> and Go-Givers International, too. <laughs> International. So yeah. thank you, folks, for thank joining you. us. And we'll see you next week. Be blessed. Thank you for listening to the Unique Leaders Podcast. If we said something today that resonated with you, please connect with me at megandemartino.com. I have a free gift for you, my book, Hope and Possibilities Just Over the Horizon. It's never too early or too late 
to create the life of your dreams. And don't forget to head over to iTunes and leave us a five-star review. I would truly appreciate it. Be blessed.